But when you think about all the sectors and industries in this country which have gone to the dogs lately, much of the public service, Electoral Commission, anyone, uh, the media, airlines, airports, namely Auckland, hospitals, there's an underlying common denominator. Within all these sectors, there are still amazing people doing amazing things. You know, I hear so often, for example, from people who... You know, despite all the doom and gloom and horrible news about our hospitals, actually have the best experiences with considerate, hard-working and dedicated nurses, people who say they couldn't fault the care and attention they received. Likewise, for every horror story about bus drivers and public transport, you might hear from someone who says they've actually had a really positive experience. I think a lot of the baggage and toxicity from these industries is at the top, amidst the bureaucracy and the layers of BS, whereas often at the coalface, people are doing incredible things. I experienced this myself the other day at a medical appointment for an echocardiogram. That's done by a specialist cardiosonographer, trained specifically in that area, given the heart is so complex. And as she scanned the four chambers of my heart, looking at blood flow, she had fascinating insights into the prevalence of heart disease, especially in women, and how preventable it is. Great tips about how diet is more important than exercise. As long as you're moving each day, it doesn't need to be aerobic and hardcore, just walking or moving. And as women get older, strength training is great too. But what you put in your mouth counts. Hearts like healthy body weights. But she had some good insights into the state of our health sector at the moment, how much bottom-of-the-cliff healthcare we're dishing out instead of having people proactively take care of their health. It's funny because I thought the same thing during covid You know, we heard a lot about masks and hand washing, but we didn't hear about nutrition and exercise and vitamins or taking good care of ourselves to proactively improve our health outcomes. But we were talking about the sad demise of primary care in this country, the lack of GPs, the lack of interest in new med students to be GPs, how we're now having to outsource most of our healthcare workforce to other countries. Think about that for a minute. The majority of our healthcare workforce outsourced to other countries, which if you think about it means we lose the nuance of the Kiwi experience and what's unique to us, don't we? But GPs are so stretched and so time poor these days. I mean, she was saying she's got a lot of GPs as clients and they lament how little time they have for patients these days, how in a 15-minute window you can't get to know people or get an insight into how they really are. You just have enough time to check, diagnose and maybe write a script. That's it. I know from personal experience, if you try to raise more than one issue as well, you'll likely get told off told they don't have time for that, or they've got to charge you for a second appointment. That's if you can get into your GP in the first place. But it made me think about mental health in this country and what a difference we could make at primary care level if we just had more GPs who had more time to really gauge where their patients were at and maybe intervene earlier. Maybe, just like heart disease, we wouldn't have the crisis we do if we just got to people sooner. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.